0: You think you know me.
1: Hey everyone
2: and welcome
1: to another episode of the to Up with you on my podcast, House.com, iTunes, Google Play, whatever you're listening to. Spotify, great to have you on know board. That was the music of The Edge that brings us in as I bring in my co host Walshy and Lyle. The Edge.
3: The Edge again. The Edge. He said The Edge. The music so of Edge. I thought it was no, you two sounds... music. Yeah. Haven't we gone over this? That sounds very familiar. It's a days, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Uh, that is the music of Edge <laughs> who beat The Undertaker. I could not believe that that went down.
3: Well, um, I, I picked Edge. I also picked Edge. No, it's uh, an Undertaker, man. Yeah. You didn't vote. Yeah. Did I? No. Oh. What? It must have been some over. car race or something. Yeah. Would have voted on Lounsey. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, the the uh the better song won, not the popular vote. I mean oh, I'm that's assuming.
4: that's debatable. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna listen to a song Master you'd rather vocal, you'd rather listen probably to the edge that. song, but you would most likely say that the Undertaker's music fits his character better than probably any wrestler in history. I reckon it's probably oh, yeah. Two belts it's too long. <laughs>
1: Yeah?
4: Yeah? Yeah, you reckon? I reckon you could cut it by two
1: bells at the start But, you're, yeah, but he, you're not a bell enthusiast like I am No, the only bell song I like really is Hell's Bells That's about yeah. it, That's are, it Jingle gonna, Bells? Uh, Jingle, but no, it doesn't do it for me Yeah,
4: it's seasonal, that one It's a bit hard And Jingle Bell Rock never rocked So that was always an issue with that one for yeah. me as well
3: Michael Bublé couldn't even get it to rock No Who? Michael Bubble Yeah, he's got an 11 album coming out, surely
1: uh, Great interview last week with Riley from Adelaide Championship Wrestling Got a lot of kudos from that We did, and we got a lot of buzz on the Facebook page, which
4: was
3: nice. I'd love to... um, Riley was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, very good, sharing it out. And I know uh, my Facebook notifications were going nuts all week. So, yeah, but really good interview.
1: We've got a massive show today, guys. It's probably the biggest show we've put together, I think, in what... How many have we done? 17 or 20 or something? I can't count past four, so... yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about, a little bit later on, Steve Jenkins from Going Over Wrestling is going to join us to have a chat about the WWE and the World Cup and how it's become a, a American World Series. Yeah, he,
4: look, thing. he'll talk about um, his, his website as well, his wrestling website, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, it is good. Uh, and he'll also talk about uh, the whole Saudi Arabia thing. Yeah, which is just...
1: A disaster.
4: I think it's just to. It is uh, a disaster. I was scared about how political I might get, so I thought I'd get a guest in to to buffer it. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. I'm not very political.
1: Dan Leonard's going to have a chat to us as well about Robbie Eagles' uh, debut in New
3: Japan Wrestling. Yes, yes. Australian wrestling historian. We call him that. Aussie Meltz. I like uh, to call him. Yeah, that's a very good nickname. And he, we might talk about a little group that he runs as well. Yes.
1: And also, boys, there is a massive weekend of wrestling coming up, and we're going to cover off on a couple of wrestlers that are going to be very much a part of it. All that to come here on the Turnbuckle, and we kick it off with, well, everyone's favourite uncle, as we say, a very good day. To Pitbull. To Pitbull, we do. Good day, <laughs> Pitbull. How are you?
5: Good day, guys, and uh, thank you very, very much for having me on. I'm incredibly excited and over the moon about War Zones. Huge. Tenth anniversary event, and uh, we're really pumped. The um, reaction to the event has been fantastic. Our uh, best to date uh, since we've been running at the new arena for the last two years. So uh, all things point to a uh, massive night of uh, celebrations this Saturday night, guys.
4: Well, a fantastic card that's been announced so far for the show? Yes,
5: yes. Um, we're really pleased with the uh, talent, and we're really actually Warzone. I know the board of management, uh, board of directors. Uh, sorry, were delighted in uh, getting the uh, signing of uh, Eric Reed uh, about a month ago, um, and also obviously the return of the uh, hardcore bitch vixen. We'll see. So you know the women's match, uh, which the reaction to it online's been uh, fantastic. Um, You know, adds adds an extra element to the card, for sure.
4: Well, I watched their match from Underworld Wrestling last night, and that was one of the most violent matches, but one of the the chemistry between those two in the ring is second to none.
5: Yeah, well, we have a more family-orientated show, of course, so uh, there'll be no weapons in this one, so the girls have to rely on their pure... Wrestling ability, and both girls have that in uh, abundance. Obviously, Vixen's more of a powerhouse uh, wrestler, but Erica Reed, in uh, my opinion, is uh, arguably the uh, best female talent we've got in the country. So, um, <clears throat> at the moment, so um, <clears throat> you know, well, that's why the board of directors were delighted to uh, get her signed.
3: And uh, it's not just the young female talent; you got a young, up-and-coming uh, Kaz Jordan taking on.
5: The young fighting lion taking on Andy Phoenix, our uh, heritage champion. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, Kaz Jordan's just come leaps and bounds over the last couple of years and, uh, you know, bullied by Fox earlier this year and overcoming Fox in the uh, 12-man rumble. And uh, gee whiz, the kid's uh, the kid's in good shape. He's only a little fella, but he's in good nick, and he has got his heart as big as what he is. So Andy Phoenix wouldn't want to take this guy lightly although. Whiz, uh, as uh, the online uh, blurb states, uh, is this a mountain too big for Kaz Jordan to climb? We'll certainly see uh, on Saturday night.
1: An, extra, an extraordinary meeting of the board of directors have uh, effectively come together and they've ordered you and Slade Mercer to get back into the ring after a match that sort of finished in dubious circumstances last time round.
5: Yeah, well... Uh he, uh, gee whiz, this is a battle of uh, old school versus young young school, clearly. And, uh, um, yeah, look, it's uh, controversial. I don't like to make excuses, guys. Good on Uncle Pitbull never makes excuses. And uh, I should have known uh, Mercer's underhanded, uh, connivingly tactics. Uh, look, you know, credit to him. The guy's a quality wrestler. However, well, he's, he's a Kiwi,
1: aged- mate. He's a Kiwi.
5: Well, his attitude's in the toilet as well, too, yeah. and uh, look, that fitness does come from chasing around the sheep in the paddocks, yeah.
6: the,
5: uh, <laughs> uh, so his ring fitness is phenomenal, but, um, you know, look, I'm just happy to get my hands on him again, and uh, he can't duck me, and he can't hide from me come Saturday night.
4: And, obviously, he tried to get out of this match as best he could, He he turned down your challenge initially, didn't he?
5: Well, why would you think that would be? Mr. Mercer, Mr. Mercenary, with his little Illuminati symbol, why do you think he would want to duck good-eyed Uncle pickle Why do you think Scared? that? Scared. I mean, surely he would want to take on all comers anywhere, anytime, if he's such the incredible talent that he wants us all to sort of, uh, believe.
3: He sounds very nervous to me.
5: Nervous? You think he's going into this match Nervous? Nothing I think, worrying. I think,
3: look, I think that he'll have
4: something nefarious uh, up his sleeve, but I also think that you will have learnt a thing or two from the last time, which I believe was the first time you guys have actually been in a ring together.
5: Yeah, that was the very first official match that we've ever been in, in official competition of any description in any, uh, anywhere around the country, and, uh, unfortunately, the, uh, Scoreboard ledgers, uh, not on uh, your good old Uncle Pitbull's favour. However, I'm looking to square that ledger this Saturday night.
1: Well, we wish you all the best with it, uh, Pitbull. Thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate it. And where can people get their tickets, Pitbull? Yep,
5: you can uh, get your tickets. You can, if you ring, so you, you can purchase your tickets on the night at the door. Obviously, all the uh, details are on our uh, Facebook page, um, which is under Warzone Wrestling Australia. Um, But you can also call the booking number on 0448 405
1: 952. Beautiful stuff. Well, I'll get those details onto our Facebook page as well. And we suggest that if you're a wrestling fan here in Melbourne with nothing to do on the weekend, then that is definitely the thing that you should be doing is heading out to... uh, Warzone Wrestling Australia for what promises to be a great night of wrestling here in Melbourne all the best Pitbull uh, in this uh, return match
5: thank you very much gentlemen and I uh, really appreciate your uh, exposure and uh, good luck with your show and uh, hope to all see you there on Saturday night as well as all our listeners look like you said if it's, if you're a wrestling fan if you've never been to a Warzone event I urge you to get down 10 years of uh, you know independent wrestling in this uh, city you know, and send us off with a big celebration. Come and join in the celebration. And uh, if you haven't checked out our 10th anniversary uh, clip, it's on the Facebook page. It goes back right through the inception of Warzone, right back to 2008. Nice. And uh, yes, it's a very well put together clip by our editing uh, guru, young fella Jack O'Halloran. So he's done a great job there. And, uh, you yeah, know, like I said, we all uh, we would love to see you down there Saturday night. And thank you very much, guys, and have a good night.
1: So there you have it. Pitbull joining us, talking about his match against Slade Mercer. Warzone Wrestling, tenth anniversary this Saturday night. In fairness, boys, and I suppose for right of reply, we've got Slade Mercer on the line now, who's also going to have a chat about the uh, the match against Pitbull. Slade, uh, good day to you. Evening, gentlemen. How are you? Uh, excellent, thank you. I, I want to start off. Uh, I'm not sure whether you heard Pitbull while you are on hold having a listen to our conversation with him, but I reckon you might be a little bit concerned about the fact that he, one, called you pretty much a coward, and two, reckons that you're only fit in the ring due to the amount of sheep chasing that you do in the paddock.
2: That's pretty rich coming out of a granddad, coming out of a guy who's a couple years short of being in a retirement home, and he's saying to me, oh, he's chasing sheep, that's why he's so fit. No, I'm fit because I work out. I'm like you, Craig. You're too old to lift weights anymore. And now, now what? Now he wants to fight me again. I shouldn't have to do this again. I've beaten him already. Welch was there. He saw. But now I have to do it all again. So, okay, yeah, it'll be my pleasure. And for the joy and and, and and just the sheer passion and enjoyment of all of those Warzone fans, I will do it for them. I will wrestle Pitbull once again. I will put him out of his misery just for those fans. Uh, it's not for me. Tony, it's not for me, it's for them.
0: Mm. Well,
4: Slade, I was there last time and I thought we were mates until you basically threatened me when I pointed out that your feet were on the ropes during that match with Pitbull.
2: Welchie, I'll be frank, you and I, we get along great, but if you say stuff like that to me, I'm going to say something back. You can't just say stuff uh. to the mercenary, Welchie. you got to watch your words, mate. And
1: you got to be able don't to justify too, no, Welchie.
2: No no no, 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 don't cut me off. This is my interview. So when I'm talking, you listen. You asked me a question, I gave you the answer. I'm sorry you didn't like the answer, but that's the answer.
3: Now, Slater, I'm here, mate, and I'm on your side. If the, There's a ref there for a reason, Welsh. If the ref didn't see it, it win's a win, mate. And I'm a bit ashamed so, 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 that you have yeah. to... You shouldn't have to justify yourself in another match. I was a binger, no, I was
2: Exactly right. Exactly was... right. I've proven myself. There's no such thing as video replay in wrestling. It's done. But, hey, if the commission says, you know what, he's the one who writes the checks, and I like getting paid, so I'll happily beat football again, cash my check, walk right into the next show, ready as the number one contender. I'll do it. I, you know, I did it last time. I'll do it again. So there's been a fair bit of talk
1: over the last uh, week or so that you've actually tried to get out of this match, and the board of directors for Warzone Wrestling have had to force you into this. Uh, your response on that?
2: Craig used the word coward, and. And he's obviously been in the ear of the matchmakers at Warzone. I'm not that type of person. He's been politicking. He's been digging away. Please, please, please let me have mercy one more time. And they gave him his wish. Personally, I wouldn't do it if I didn't have to. The funny thing about a contract is it's written down. So they're going to say to me, Slade, we want you to fight football again. And I said to them, no. And they said, well, you have to. And I said, well, pay me triple. And they said, okay. So it's going to happen on the weekend. Craig got what what he wanted. The football got what he wanted. But I'm going to put him down, put him out the pasture this time. You won't see him again. You should all come along to the 10th anniversary show because it'll be the last time you get to see your uncle.
1: Mm. Strong words there, Slade. Very, very strong. Yeah.
2: Hey, I'm not the type to mince words, am I? No,
1: no, no, you're not. Have you have you thought of the have you thought of the possibility that there could be a best of three?
2: Well, I mean, if, if at this point here we go for the the second match, if we need to have the rubber, well, I mean, I already know I'm better. I beat him the first time, so I don't want to even do the second match. If that's how it plays out, well, that's not my decision. That's up to the Warzone management. But I assure you, if. That's what they intend to do. I will be penning a strongly worded letter to the Board of Directors. Yeah. And another pay rise the, the as well. Pen,
4: the pen is mightier than the sword. Now, Slade, will you have one eye on the championship match as well between Dowie James and Benny English?
2: Oh, absolutely. The funny thing about that is whoever ends up with the belt, it doesn't faze me. If it's Benny English, it's an even easier night. But Dowie James is still an easy night for the mercenary. So, yeah, I will have one eye early on that match, watching how it pans out. It's going to be an incredible main event. Dowie James finally getting his hands on Benny English. I'm sure a lot of people would want to see that.
1: I'm actually surprised you didn't put a a rider on this match against Pitbull as, as being maybe a number one contender match.
2: Well, from what I understand, they've decided not to put my number one contendership on the line, which is good. Because I had to do that last time at no prompting and no querying of me beforehand they just made that decision they don't get to choose when I put that up it's no different to me say having a title match or having you know having a title or a contract or any of these things that's not their decision they don't just get to play God like that and so this time around no number one contendership it's just Pitbull's pride on the line yeah and I can't wait to crush it
4: thanks a lot Slay that was awesome
2: no worries gentlemen you are welcome
1: We wish you all the best. That is the 10th anniversary match Saturday night this week. Pitbull up against Slade Mercy. Get all the details. Warzone Wrestling Australia on their Facebook page. This is On the Turnbuckle. Welcome back, second half of our show here tonight, of course, the music of Robbie Eagles and uh, pretty pumped up music. I'm not sure if that's the music that he used over in New Japan, boys, but... No,
3: no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't? No, no, no. No problems. But it was an amazing night and uh, coinciding with that, we've uh, got a Mr. Dan Leonard on the phone, you know, Australian wrestling historian. Australia's answer to... Dave Meltzer for me. Aussie Meltz. yeah?
0: Any... Oh, well, that's very kind of you to call me that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe myself as that. Maybe uh, Aussie Shitster. <laughs> <laughs> first, first hey, how are you going, fella?
3: Yeah, good going, man, on, good. going good. Uh, first off, before we get into the Robbie Eagle stuff, I need to apologise for my <laughs> antics on <laughs> some Facebook page that we may or may not be involved in. With A yeah. little bit of, uh, I don't want to say cyberbullying. Is it's this your good. one call for the week? I, it just—it's my one apology for the week, and uh, if I've and I'm you, getting it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm deeply honoured. <laughs> yeah, if I've landed you and the page in any hot water, mate, uh, I hope uh, I no, no, you. no, no. Look,
0: it's, it's fine, mate. You know, um, uh, uh, people people will will make idle threats. I've been threatened by uh, by far scarier people than uh, than uh, those clowns. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, we try to, We try to keep uh, the banter. The banter, light. I yeah. think. Uh I don't call it bullying. I think it's kind of cowardly when people go to use that uh, that term because there are you know, there's genuine bullying going on all over the world, and uh, you know when when uh, a bit of shit stirring is uh, is kind of lumped in with that, I think that's pretty piss poor. But uh, but you know it's uh, it is what it is, and it's history. Um, and we move on to better things, like Robbie Eagles. Yeah, we yes. do.
1: What an amazing uh, opportunity this was for Robbie Eagles to make his debut over at New Japan Wrestling. Mm. Fill us in with how it all went.
0: Well, mate. Um, you know, I, I watched it last night uh, on New Japan World. Just a little plug there for New Japan World. And look, I've, um, oh my, my dogs are going mental here. I will apologise in advance <laughs> for that. Um, I've. Uh, I've seen some. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of Australian wrestlers go overseas in recent years, and you know, and they. Uh, <laughs> <bloody hell. laughs> These dogs don't want me to talk. Um, can you just hold for? Can you hold one second, guys? Yeah, mate, yeah no problem. problem. Yeah, I'm no sorry. Problem. Yeah, my my. Fan
1: so tell us about how this debut went for Robbie Eagles last night at New Japan Wrestling.
0: Well, mate, um, you know I, I watched it last night on, on New Japan World, um, and I have to say, you know, I, I've seen. Some, uh, some Australian wrestlers go overseas in, in recent years, and you know they eventually enjoy some, some really solid success, even great success. You know guys like Mark Davis and Cole Fletcher, uh, uh, Ryan Rollins over in A, Buddy Murphy, of course. You know Emma, the iconics. But I've never seen an Australian wrestler get pushed so quickly and so emphatically as Robbie Eagles last night. I, you know. Um, and, and he lived up to the push. You know, it wasn't uh, him being pushed and, and, and he kind of panicked or he, he showed no nerves whatsoever. Uh, he looked crisp. He looked cocky. Uh, he went toe-to-toe with you know, Jushin Liger and Tiger Mask. Uh, he made Liger tap out in the middle of the ring on his debut. I've never seen an Australian wrestler get pushed to that level so soon and the thing is you know people can say oh Liger he's 50 years old 55 or whatever and but he's a legend he's an absolute legend and for that guy to put him over in the in the opening match of the tournament uh it, all credit to liger for doing that and all credit to to the bookers for doing uh, for for making that call but i don't think eagles could have had a, a, a any more successful debut than he had uh on that show
4: it was set up, wasn't it, for Robbie to get over with the crowd and show show the new Japan audience who Robbie Eagles is because he was given the opportunity to obviously get the the submission win. Um, and he left so much in his kit bag that we know he's got, so there's there's so much more to come.
0: Oh yeah, I mean you know as, as much as yeah, I mean Tiger mask four, you know probably of all the Tiger masks, he's probably the least impressive. Um, and Liger obviously is in his fifties, so those guys—they—they they, they work clever. They don't work as high-flying as some of the younger fellas do because their bodies just can't do that. So, but this match was designed to to have the crowd pumped. You got know, you know Liger and Tiger. You got a, such an iconic tag team. You got Ishimori, who's phenomenal, and, and he's over. You know, as the Bone Soldier. You know, you've got the Bullet Club thing going on. I mean, you, you couldn't set up. The situation any better for Robbie, and as you say, he's got so much more of his arsenal in the kit bag that they haven't, that the fans haven't seen yet. I mean, all we've seen is a pretty damn good 450 splash, uh, a missile drop kick that you know that he accidentally uh, collected Ishimori with, you know, mis- uh, miscommunication. So, and uh, you know, there's so much more that he can do, and they're going to see that when he faces some of the younger, faster tag teams in in the coming days. Uh, it's a it's really exciting uh you know and and I'm just I'm just so happy for for Robbie uh that he's getting this well-deserved long overdue push
3: yeah what what I really enjoyed we had a bit of a group chat going while we were uh, you know enjoying it feel we all sort of felt like hey we've all sort of made it a little bit which is a bit selfish but um <laughs> what I really enjoyed was the way Kevin Kelly really put Robbie Eagles over because obviously it's not just the Japanese audience, the world audience and the English commentary, he'd done his homework with the Will Osprey matches and stuff like that. They got you know, Madison. Yeah, you know. So putting him over before the finish was just getting the the fans, you know, like the American fans or the English fans watching that wouldn't have had, you know, seen him as much as we have, and know what he what he brings to the table. they just leading it up perfectly that you know oh, yeah. he's gonna get a super I, I- push all tournament.
0: And even Rocky Romero, who's basically keeping in, in, in character as, as, as a heel and, and pushing himself on the commentary as, as part of his shtick, you know, even he kept talking about how confident Robbie looked and, 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 and all that sort of thing. So there was just these little things that he's saying that, you know, is just giving more and more credibility. I, I think the other thing is I don't know whether you saw it, it was online today um, the post match interview, you know, how all the rest of go backstage and they do the, the interview. Uh, Ishimori just put Robbie over amazingly well, and Robbie again showing no nerves did a really great promo in English, um, but with subtitles obviously for the for the Japanese fans. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I I still I can't speak highly enough of how the new you know, new Japan booking is, is 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 already dealing with with Robbie, and I guess some of this credit must also go to you know we've got to give credit to Will Osprey who really made the. Mm. The, the push uh, to get Robbie into New Japan I mean I, I spoke to will uh, start of this year uh, when he was in Sydney uh, for PWA and he was saying that you know we've got to get the word out we've got to get the word out about Robbie Eagles you know and I don't know whether you'll get into Japan this year but maybe next year for the junior tournament but obviously things move fast and and now he's in the in the in the, the tag the junior tag team tournament and that's just fantastic
1: you spoke about selfish before Lyle. i suppose the the real selfish question from an australian fans point of view is have we lost him
0: yeah like i mean that's that's that is the question isn't it i mean uh, uh we're seeing less and less of so many of the of, of the, the talented guys that uh have really stepped it up in the last couple of years you know we we hardly ever see adam brooks anymore um you know, mark davis and Kyle fletcher uh you know, even even you know the guys who we, we we've adopted as our own, as Australians tend to do with New Zealanders. You know, Travis Banks and uh, and Evie. I mean, yeah, those guys are gone. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, New Japan obviously isn't going to be using him on every tour, um, and you know we've we've got to be absolutely optimistic. I mean, he started as good as he can he can get, but there's only a limited number of positions on the New Japan roster, so we don't know how often he's going to be used. So. But you would think that from here and after his you know success in PWG this year that he'll be doing more American tours. you've got to think that he'll be doing more England and, and European tours you know, for WXW in Germany and and all the various promotions in Ireland and progress and, yeah all those yeah OTT etc um, uh, yeah I think if you, if you see Robbie Eagles as on the card for a show uh, down here. Get to get to the show because I don't know how many more he's going to be doing here.
4: I know, and look, we do have a seemingly a production line of great wrestlers at the moment, and Robbie's at the top of the tree almost. Mm. Um, who do you see as the ones to watch at the moment? That you know we're probably going to lose next.
0: Wow, well, that's that's a good one because I mean there are some obvious names I could try out. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's the, the, the usual suspects from MCW in Melbourne and PWA in Sydney, EPW in Perth, RCW in Adelaide. Um, and, you know, I've mean, mentioned a few of those names. I guess, like Mick Moretti, um, uh, yeah, Kelly-Ann. Um, I see that uh, Indy Hartwell is about to tour America. So she's another one who's, who's probably going to make a name for herself over there. Um, obviously, Gino Gambino is in England at the moment. I don't know if he's back yet, but I saw his name cropping up in results. But you take uh, the next level, and I think what's really exciting about Australian wrestling right now is that the next level is also showing a lot of promise, and it shows um, uh, uh, not only the willingness for for young talent to go overseas and train with people like Lance Storm School or Booker T School or the Dudley School or... You know, there's a number of them. But, um, but also the, the the very strong schools that we have within Australia, at RCW, at PWA, at MCW, that's just started, you know. Um, so if I'm looking at some names, I mean, I'll start with New South Wales because maybe uh, you might not be so familiar with some of these names. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been following Underworld uh, on, uh, on Amazon uh, and also if you uh, follow IWA up in... Uh, in New South Wales. Jackson Kelly would be up the top of my list. Uh, talented, charismatic, um, big. Good look. Looks like a wrestler. Really good look. Yeah, got a really good look. Can do babyface and heel literally in the same night. He was, he was a baby face in a in New South Wales versus Victoria um, event that was held by IWA when they challenged, uh, when MCW wrestlers came up to challenge them. And then he turned heel on the fans afterwards because he's mainly a heel up in up in Sydney in New South Wales. But he's got all the goods, and he's a guy that uh, and he trained overseas. He's come back here. Yeah, I'd expect him, you know, to to be going overseas again soon. And uh, really, with his size, he's the sort of guy that you know you think he would be on the WWE radar. Um, then I look at uh, younger guys like uh, with PWA and the various other smaller groups up here. Matty Wahlberg... Got a lot of time for Matty. Really talented, uh, charismatic, very cocky heel. Ricky South uh, is a name that you guys might not have heard of. Um, does uh, the uh, the flamboyant um, Adrian Street type gimmick. But he can do everything. He can do comedy matches. He can do serious matches, intergender. He, uh, he's proved against Jimmy Havoc. At, uh, at, the, uh, at the Progress Show in Sydney uh, early this year that he can do hardcore as well. Um, so he's, he's a guy uh, I think you should keep an eye out for. Um, in my travels, I saw a guy in South Australia in Adelaide earlier this year called Matt Hater, who wrestles for uh, PwSA. Now, he's a, he's a guy who... Um, he showed the goods in the ring great on the mic uh he's just a guy who is under the radar purely because he's in adelaide working for one of the smaller groups and he he needs to get in Yeah, you know, i've talked to him after the show that i went to uh it was a adelaide championship wrestling show i think he's a guy that if he goes state a few times and gets noticed by some of the bigger groups uh and also if he's not tied down with work commitments i mean we're assuming that all these people want to travel
3: yeah, and true, want
0: true. to want to Okay. Go to the next level, and yet there are there are plenty of people here who are super talented, but they have careers as well, and families and whatever. And not everyone can afford to risk everything, and it is a risk, you know. Um, just because the indie, the, the super indie scene is hot right now, doesn't mean that it's going to stay hot. Nor does it mean that WWE isn't going to eventually go. You know, we've just got too many people, and sure, we can afford to buy up all the talent we want but well, we've got too many. So the freeze might kick in at any time. So I understand that some people might not want to, want to travel. But getting back to Matt Hader, if he was a guy who travelled to Sydney, travelled to Melbourne, travelled to Perth, because he, you know, Adelaide's right and flat bang in the middle, um, he could show some real potential. Um, and so that's, that's a name to keep an eye out for. Matt Hater. H-A-Y-T-E-R. Down in, uh, well, over in WA, and he's all over the place. Uh, you've probably heard of him, the Australian sensation Craven.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: Um, I have a lot of time for that lad. Um, he's a guy who has just actively gone out to improve himself, uh, not stay in the, the little bubble that he was in over in WA. He's gone overseas. He's wrestled in Mexico. He's going to be uh, travelling uh, He's traveling all over. He's in Sydney, um uh, in a few months for uh, future wrestling. And uh, he's a guy that, yeah, I think uh, because he's so willing to uh, improve himself, uh, he has that sort of that extra X factor, that determination to, to, to succeed. So I hope he does well. Um, and down Victoria Way, um,
1: Too many to mention. Too yeah. many
0: to mention. But the name that I'll mention because I just think she's a phenomenal character... She's getting better in the ring all the time. She, uh, is one of those people that, um, I think because of her, um, because she is, you know, uh, a first Australian, uh, I think that's the sort of, uh, person that Australia, that the WWE would be looking for, um, you know, to, you know, because obviously they want all nationalities and, and I'm talking about, uh, the voodoo which uh, Erica Reed, um I think she uh the there are no limits to how far she can go i think
3: yeah great great character work the way great character
0: is. work and her ring work i know she's still a rookie but she's getting better all the time uh every time I see her and uh i, I wish she could get more do more matches i feel like she's um she does a lot of you know, i mean she's great as a manager but i I'd, I'd love to see her in more singles matches um but, yeah, I think she's, she's definitely uh, someone to look out for. Um, so, yeah, there's some of the names I'll throw all out right.
1: there. Beautiful. Well, heaps, uh, heaps happening in the world of wrestling, mate. We look forward to keeping in touch with you uh, over the next few months and uh, finding out how all that is going. Dan, thanks for your time today. I really do appreciate it.
0: No worries, fellas. You have a, you have a good one.
1: Well, there you have it, Dan Leonard, giving us a fairly concise look into the world of wrestling and uh, what a great debut for Robbie Eagles. Time to catch up with Steve Jenkins now from Going Over Wrestling, boys, to talk about, well, there's some issues happening in the world of WWE at the moment, and uh, we thought Steve would be a great bloke to bring on board to have a chat about him. G'day, Steve, how are you?
6: Yeah, doing very well, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate
1: it. No, Thank you for joining us. Steve, you want to tell us a little bit about your
4: website first?
6: Yeah, sure. Um, It's still relatively new. I created it a few months ago just because I'm very passionate about wrestling and I've obviously been watching it now for over 20 years. So, uh, yeah, I thought I'd put my uh, opinions to the test and, uh, yeah, create this little website and cover results and interviews and news uh, in all things wrestling.
1: Going over wrestling is the website that we're talking about that Steve does run. And, Steve, has there been a fair bit of chat in regards to, well, the world cup the wwe world cup which has effectively turned into the usa cup the usa cup or the world (laughs) series as we would have in basketball or baseball they have international
4: players on the teams
1: (laughs) (laughs) do they actually know what the world world means the word world means
6: yeah pretty much should include uh a few people from all different kinds of countries shouldn't it so uh you've basically got um, an all-American lineup. Um, you've got so much international talent on the WWE roster, um, and yeah, it's a bit of a missed opportunity, I'd say. What do you guys reckon?
3: Yeah, I, I think down. so. They got you know India, Ireland, Scotland, Mexico, Switzerland, Australia, the, Australia. You know, the, so many countries. You know, we we're talking a little bit off-air where they could actually just put one American in there against just internationals and actually really get the rub for you know an American babyface if that's what they wanted to do.
6: You gotta have the big stars in there, I guess, like John Cena, um, all these ruthless attitude era guys that you got on there.
4: But why do you um, have to have them in? Could you have repackaged John Cena as like Pierre <laughs> Cena? Yeah, he
3: could have be been from He could have been Juan Cena again, <laughs> with, with the mask. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well,
6: yeah, I guess you got Rey Mysterio in there now, who's uh, probably the only one who wasn't from California.
3: Yeah, from California. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> It's
4: close. Yeah. He's got a Mexican
3: mask, so it's it, good enough in Vince's eyes.
1: But it, re- it really is laughable, isn't it? Uh, seriously, they could have they could have really done something big with this. Even even to the extent that if they had have just had one person, even if Rousseff had have been the only person, and the rest of the world is following Bulgaria to beat the Americans. Uh, they, Rousseff, missed... Teresa
4: Rousseff did tweet today. Sorry, world, I tried to represent <laughs> you. <laughs> they've missed a massive opportunity. There's no doubt about it. Oh, totally, yeah. Which leads us on to the event that that tournament is being run at. And I know, Steve, you're on the same page as what we are a little bit with Crown Jewel. It's a bit problematic, to say the least.
6: Yeah, or where is it even being held now? I haven't seen it announced the last couple of days. Um, they haven't been talking about where it's being
3: held yeah, they what? haven't mentioned it on Raw or SmackDown. No, they just say Crown Jewel. Yeah, they're not yeah, mentioning anywhere. It might be held in parts unknown.
1: It's definitely, from my understanding, it's still being held in Abu in Abu Dhabi in Saudi Arabia. It's yeah. still happening there, oh, yeah. but they just try they're to, just trying to. Yeah, they're it. just. Exactly. Yeah, they're trying
3: to wait till the heat dies down, I guess. And yeah, Sleep they're going to run it, take their fifty million dollars. It's I don't know. It's I don't want to. it? It's blood money, basically. We can call it blood yeah. money, you know, and. The outrage of what happened to the journalist and still, you know, WWE looking after their own coffers and stockholders, basically, and not, you know, PR is secondary, I guess. You've
6: got JBL on these uh, political talk shows saying that if you want to change a country, you got to send WWE over there. But I just can't see them changing uh, anything about Saudi Arabia, unfortunately, but... Yeah.
4: Look, it's a business decision and it's not a <laughs> it's when you're not as reliant on sponsors as other sporting product you can you can turn your nose at what's right sometimes, but mm. I I don't know, like I'm I really like watching wrestling and I don't remember the last time I missed a major event, but mm. I don't know how I can watch this event like with my conscience. No.
6: Yeah. Which is a shame too, because you got some really big matches on this card, and Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. That could be a twenty-minute classic for a we know. Or a, uh, a two-minute minute match with a roller. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, I didn't did, did, did watch the first event. Yeah, you know, I just it doesn't didn't sit well with me then, and it's even worse now. You but
0: know? it's the
3: whole thing.
1: I mean, the WWE is trying to pro- portray itself as being this progressive company now where they have international stars, and they've really given women in wrestling a a voice, and Stephanie McMahon is such a strong character in regards to portraying what women can be in business, and then they go and they buckle for money, which I understand is Vince McMahon through and through, but they buckle to money for a company that is the least progressive country in the world.
6: Do you guys think that um, if they weren't going to Saudi Arabia, that Evolution would
3: be happening. I oh, think that, eventually, so, yeah. v- eventually it would have, and it probably got brought on quicker from the first Saudi Arabia event with you know, the uh, the internet backlash. You know that the women weren't allowed on the card and stuff like that. Yeah. So eventually, it would have happened, but now it seems like I don't oh, want to say forced think, on us. It was well, just I think I think Ronda,
4: Ronda Rousey is the catalyst for Evolution because you've got a property, um, a talent that. Has is a proven box office attraction for as a main event star in in a sporting context, and now they've they've got Ronda, so they've actually got someone they trust in a main event. But I do believe that Ronda versus Charlotte is a main event. I don't know that Ronda versus Nikki Bella is a main event.
6: Yeah, definitely. And um, I saw some reports as well that fans in attendance at SmackDown uh, today or yesterday. Um, we're actually doing the crown jewel graphics when they would appear mm. on the screen. Good. Well, that—that's that, yeah. good. Um Yeah, when Undertaker mentioned crown jewel, there was a few booze as well. I wish I saw.
1: Yeah. And I obviously don't think this is over yet. Uh, there's still a couple of days before they fly out, and I wouldn't be surprised if the government steps in and stop and puts a stop to you it. You think Trump's gonna <laughs> Well no I'm not he's saying, I'm not gonna, saying put he's gonna, put gonna do it. morals ahead of not, They're money. still gonna get through
3: customs, don't they? They're still gonna leave the yeah. country. But but Trump and the US government are making way more money than Vince McMahon and the stockholders are making from
4: did anyone see Trump's face when he found out that the journalist who was killed was an American yeah, um, no resident? Ah. Like he, he, you could see it flash through his face of like, oh, that's now it's worse. Than, uh, we might now actually lose might money out of this. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So no,
3: I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to step in. Yeah, you know, they talk about WWE are going over there because they want to, you know, yeah, you know, help the progression of a nation. WWE need people to go into WWE. And help them with their progression. It'll
4: be interesting <laughs> because the first one was a was a four hour infomercial for Saudi Arabia. Yep. Um, yep. So it'll be interesting. The only reason I would watch it is to see the difference in the presentation because that wouldn't wash now. So you know, you're going to have an event in Saudi Arabia where you're trying to hide where you are. Like it, it, it doesn't make commercial sense. It doesn't make, um, it doesn't make long term viability sense, if you know what I mean. I'm not speaking very good English because I'm not well. No, you're not.
1: No, you're not. Uh, so we'll <laughs> pick it up in, for you. Uh, Evolution, pay-per-view, Battle Royale, boys, what do we uh, think about that?
4: I thought we were going to talk about SmackDown. That's right. Um
1: I thought we just did. Not really. No,
4: but, we didn't talk about um, that. Evolution, uh, what do you think about the, the Battle Royale? Is that lazy booking, Steve?
6: Yeah, I kind of think so. Uh, looks like they've just thrown everyone in there and said, well, here you go. Um, it's your special moment. Go for it. But, yeah, like obviously a few of the women weren't too happy about it on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I guess it's just a meaningless battle royal on a pay-per-view that should be more than it is.
1: Which probably lends weight to your quote before that maybe this has been forced upon us early. And, and you know, it's probably a lot earlier than what we would have expected and it might be due to what we're seeing happening with uh, with the crown jewel. But they obviously haven't had a chance to even sit down and, and work out what they're going to do with this.
6: Yeah, it seems like a bit of an afterthought pay per view,
1: doesn't it? Mm. For me, it
4: also reeks of they don't trust a lot of um, the current female roster on the main roster to have pay per view quality singles matches. So um, you've got Tony Storm will, will be in the will, will, will be wrestling in the final of the May Young Classic. You've got the NXT Women's Title and the NXT UK Women's Title being defended. Um, and they're preferring to go with those women who aren't well-known as opposed to their current main roster.
6: Interesting. Uh, do, Smack- you think they'll, um, pull, do you think they'll pull the trigger at WrestleMania 35 with uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte as the main event? Or do you I've, think No,
4: I've thought yeah. that for a long time. I, I believe the main event of WrestleMania will be a women's match this year. Can
1: I, can I, can I throw something out to you? Is there an opportunity? Is there a chance that because of Ronda Rousey of who she is and what she does, that we could have the first intergender match at WrestleMania. It wouldn't be the
4: first. Uh, for, for ti- no, there's no way it'll happen.
3: No, not WWE. Like not I said, they're not that progressive. Not no, that the, they
4: they won't. The, yeah. They won't do that. They they mm. did it. With China China did it plenty yeah, of times. Too, they won't right, ever do right, it again. Did,
3: yeah. Okay. Uh, SmackDown celebrating its 1000th episode. Boys, what'd you think of it? I Actually, thought it was it was good. Yeah, we spoke about it earlier off air. Um, <laughs> yeah, people didn't hear that. Yeah, I'm just saying. We've already worked out what we're going to say. It's He's a pain in the ass. We are scripted this show while she... Look, I, <laughs> I,
4: I... You're stuck between a rock and a hard place with these big celebration shows. So you've got to get... They've got to get their legends out and it's how do you use them. The spot with Edge and Becky Lynch was brilliant. You gave that's Becky how, the rub perfectly. That's how you use... That's how you use a legend to get over new talent, and they don't do that often enough.
3: Yeah, well, what, same was the same as the the Evolution. Did that get any new talent over, or just create buzz of a Triple H Batista match, maybe at next uh, year's WrestleMania? But at
4: least it was, there was that. Yeah. Um, often, the, the, the um, older wrestlers come out and get themselves over at the expense of younger talent. Yeah.
3: You
6: also got um, Big Show. On his 100th heel turn in SmackDown, well, I, think,
4: <laughs> yeah, I think it was his thousandth heel turn. Because <laughs> <That> was, <Yeah. laughs> I was—I don't know. I mean, I don't know who listens to the Eric Bischoff podcast 83 weeks, but they joked on that um, about all um, Big Show's heel turns when he was the Giant. Uh, I—I—someone I, ever counted how many someone heel turns that. he's had?
3: It'd we'll actually been. be pretty good. We're we'll to go. yeah,
1: we'll get on that exactly. And finally, Steve, our World Series Wrestling. They've lost uh, Joey Janella to an injury. Uh, they've announced a replacement, though?
6: Yeah, um, Bandito. Um, not entirely familiar with his work, but um, definitely uh, sounds pretty exciting by what I've seen. And, yeah, he's uh, team out with Robbie Eagles in a tag team match, I see they've announced. Hmm.
4: Yeah, they've. Um, Bandito will bring something completely different as well. There's the original card, although it was awesome, a very yeah. sameish in the style of wrestling. Whereas having the luchador in the, in there is going to just bring
3: a whole new level, yeah. I think. Yeah. And what he did in PWG earlier this year was amazing. So bring that to us. It's uh, it's all good.
1: Hey, Steve, it's been great having you on board. Thank you for that, mate. And we look forward to chatting to you again soon. And where can people catch Excellent. your stuff again, Steve?
6: Yeah. So, uh, www.goingoverwrestling.com, uh, Give us a like on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. Steve no Jenkins worries.
1: joining us here, having a chat about the world of wrestling. Uh, boys, time to have a look at what's coming up in the world of wrestling here in Australia because there's some great shows coming up. PCW Slam is on at Tree Gully Friday, October the 19th. That is this week. You can see the younger members of the PCW roster there. Saturday, October the 20th. Boy, oh boy, what a big, big day in wrestling. PWA, present Coliseum, and every PWA show has become compulsory viewing, hasn't it, boys? Yeah, uh,
4: I'm looking at dates at the moment to try and get up to a PWA show as soon as possible.
3: And I'll uh, be booking my next family holiday to Sydney, making sure there's a PWA nice. show. PC, Are you can actually you- take your family on the next family holiday, or just you again? It's still me, I'm part of the family.
1: PCW ignition this Saturday night in Fertry Gully where Sammy Falcon
3: takes on a scooter. It's not a scooter. Tony. No, Tony, it's a scooter. no no no. We've been
4: It's the difference. You had been to been
3: an on. issue an apology last time you went this route.
4: Look, it's, it's gonna the, be hard for Sammy Falcon to win this match because the difference mobile, as we all know, doesn't have shoulders, so
3: it'll be very hard to be pinned. DQ maybe. <laughs> Possibly mm. Depends where it's made Is the difference between a meal a foreign object? Oh, it oh, oh, could be too Could be
1: That's the best thing you've, What's it done? He's taken his 17 weeks, or oh, weeks or it is. <laughs> Adelaide Championship Wrestling presents I had oh, that God. vegan gag on the first show <laughs> Eminence uh, Featuring Adam Brooks How good's that? As well as last week's guest, Riley Taking on Sid Parker Which uh, should be quite interesting
3: Riley and Sid Parker yeah, yeah,
4: that's going to be a, that. that's a match that I hope that we get to see at some stage. Uh, hopefully, they're recording it for prosperity.
3: Yeah, hopefully to see that online.
1: Warzone Wrestling seem to have uh, recovered from having Walshy work at their last show. Uh, they've got their tenth anniversary show, which is a stack card for oh, It wasn't that bad? Was uh, you were shocking, uh, including Erica <laughs> Reed and Vixen, who have great chemistry. <laughs> He was.
4: It's better chemistry than me and a microphone, apparently.
1: Dowie James, Slade Mercer, JXT, and many, many more. And NAW Pure is in Glenroy, and
3: they've got Richie Taylor versus Aiden Miller. Yeah, that'll be a really good match. Yeah, really good. Really good. And there's cheap alcohol. Yeah, Before, Before you get into the plugs, time, yeah, yeah. just got to finish off with the Robbie love. Friday night, he's in the ring against Show and Yo, Rocky Romero, and Okada. Oh. So mate, make sure you tune in. Give give Robbie some love, and, and I want to go home now so I can watch tonight. Yeah, match. of course, <laughs> tonight. Yeah, trouble. that's ACH and uh, Taguchi, which is another. Did phenomenal you call him mate. Robbie Love? No, Did give you? Robbie some love. Oh, okay. And then Saturday night against uh, you know after you get home from Warzone or wherever your local wrestling in, uh, he's going up against Sabin and Kashida in another oh, tag geez. for the tournament. So he's got a busy week ahead of him. Good on him. Really good talent he's getting in the ring I saw
4: with. Mike Burr tweeted him today saying, "Rob, you want to
1: catch up for a beer? I don't think you're busy this <laughs> week.
3: <laughs> if you've got an upcoming show
1: that you want us to promote, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. If you want to support us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. It does mean a lot to us. Boys, a massive show. Thank you so much for this week. Well, only leave us a
4: review if it's five stars. If you're going to give us one, we're okay with not getting a review.
1: Yeah, no, no, we like to take everything. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you next week, folks. Another episode of On the Turnbuckle, done and dusted. We'll do it again shortly.